0: I I feel so exhausted right now.
1: Why, why is that? Just because you drove a lot?
0: <laughs> I drove a lot and, and this movie.
1: Oh. <laughs> Wait, did you watch it today?
0: Yeah, I watched it. Um,
1: like right when you got back?
0: Yeah. That's okay. why I thought it was going to be later. And then when <laughs> I texted you and I was like, oh, I'll be done a half hour earlier because I managed to start it. And then
1: you yeah. did the
0: same thing I did and waited. Yeah,
1: I was right. Which I, is fair. I was like... We're starting at six, so minus two hours, and there you go. Yeah. That's when we start. So, yeah. It's yeah. Screwed the pooch on that one, didn't I?
0: No, you did exa- You did the exact right thing. <laughs> I just keep changing things.
1: Well, I was just very last minute about it all.
0: I like, mean, same. Well. But also but that's okay. a lot.
1: Yeah, right. But it's fresh. It's fresh in our minds, you know? We can, you know...
0: Ugh, I feel like I just went to like an EDM concert or something. <laughs> I'm just overstimulated and <laughs> and exhausted
1: and underwhelmed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I
1: I uh, welcome to film school. I'm Tyler. <laughs> um, I'm this Courtney. This is my co-host. Yeah, Courtney Hall. <laughs> uh, I I like this better the second time.
0: I did too, actually.
1: Yeah, I, I I feel like I appreciated uh some of the nuances a little bit more.
0: I um yeah, I still am not positive on it as a whole. Like uh macro didn't like it. Uh sure. m- micro um also didn't really like it, but there were more moments that I enjoyed and I thought the ending was just, Mwah, you know, I thought that by the yeah. end I was like, "Oh, I get it," kind of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I was looking at it, like, the first time I watched it, I don't think I was looking at it very deeply. I, I I was looking at it at a very surface level, and I was just like, this is a weird family. And this time I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, I think there was, I think the things that, uh, I think there were things watching it the second time that bothered me more, because I had <laughs> thought about it more, and then there were things that um, I was able to just be like, that's fun. And kind of let go of it. I will say I had to watch it. I only, I watched this movie like two years ago. um, Uh, Same. In grad school. Uh, That sounded braggy. I didn't mean for it. (laughs) (laughs) I have a master's (laughs) and no job. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to rewatch it because I had to watch it for a class. And I remember being annoyed that I had to buy, I had to rent it, (laughs) which I had to rent it again.
1: Yes, today. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and I was like, well, I guess I just should have bought it. Although, I'll never watch it again <laughs> in that matter. <laughs> Although,
1: the the sale price was like $20. And I was like, mm. Because I oh, was thinking, really? like, yeah, earlier today, I was like, uh, well, I'll probably just buy it. I should... I want. Oh, I, where? I, I want to, like, collect all the Wes Anderson movies. I had to get it on YouTube because...
0: Yeah, I, I got it on YouTube, too. And I thought it was, like, 14
1: I saw... iTunes said 17 okay. to buy. This is to buy. Yeah, this to buy. Um, and... YouTube had me at twenty bucks, nineteen ninety nine. So
0: Oh I wasn't even yeah, okay. But I so okay, so I <laughs> I rented I ended it, up
1: renting, yeah. I rented four, it four um
0: I rented it for three. I said, no HD for me, I'm good. <laughs> what do you watch it on? <laughs> A TV. I don't know. Oh my Oh my <laughs> I said, I don't care. Um although during it I was like, this does not look nice. Um <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) standard definition.
1: It was probably 480p running on your 1080p TV.
0: Yeah, that's uh, significant.
1: That's a significant difference.
0: (laughs) As if I needed more reasons to not enjoy it.
1: (laughs) It was also blurry. It
0: was. It wasn't that blurry. I just. I these are my new glasses, aren't they? (laughs) So I could see pretty well. Oh yeah. Um. Well, these are my like backup pair, but I just got them today, so I'm wearing Mm, them. mm. This is not important because this is not a visual. podcast um you'll have
1: to describe them in detail at the end
0: they're the a, they're a matte mauve
1: <laughs> yeah they are that's a that's a very good way to describe it but it was also Again, I a very a, funny way to describe i have it. a
0: master's degree in combat <laughs> <laughs> i have
1: a I have and a i'm master's in the arts in the in
0: the fine artistic
1: arts. world thank yes.
0: you um Anyway, I wanted to rewatch this because I watched it for a class, and I remember when I watched it for that class, I was annoyed from beginning to end. Um, Mm -hmm. one, because I had to buy it, two, I had to write a paper on it, um, which is standard for film class three, Mm -hmm. um, I think I, I think I, like, was annoyed because I waited last minute, so then I was Mm -hmm. watching it at, like, midnight, and then trying to write a paper. And then
1: immediately writing a paper, yeah. And being like, oh,
0: this is such bullshit, even though, like, that's on me, um, (laughs) And I didn't like it. And I remember the whole time being like, this sucks. And then I got into class, and everyone in my cohort had already seen it. Pretty okay. much. A, a few people hadn't. And were like, I'm obsessed with this movie. I love Wes Anderson. It's so funny. Blah, blah. And I sat there being like, I didn't get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get it either. It, but I, I do feel like I got it this time. Like, I still... It's still low on my list of Wes Anderson movies because I do love Wes Anderson it's still low on the list but I I feel like I got it this time like I, I was like okay Wes Anderson I see what you did here
0: I feel closer to getting it but I also <laughs> never want to see it again
1: <laughs> I think that's okay and, but it's also um, kind of confusing yeah the plot is hard to keep up with
0: well the plot feel doesn't like it... start till 20 minutes in
1: correct but have... then it's very confusing yeah as it's very convoluted
0: happening. there's a bunch of stuff going on they throw things in there that I'm like that I had no idea that was happening and I've seen this before Um yeah.
1: it's set up it's so it's an hour and 50 minutes long which is you know perfect in the eyes of Courtney Hall that
0: honestly. well it's it's on it's on the cusp of too long
1: oh uh, okay yeah yeah
0: <laughs> I'm cool with it because it's under two hours yeah but it is it's a bit long yeah it's getting there it's getting there yeah
1: um but once you once they become adults oh we should probably say that we watched the royal tenenbaums (laughs) wow
0: oh oh man it's okay if you clicked the episode if five if the five of you who listen clicked the episode you will see it's the royal tenenbaums
1: (laughs) right that is that is a true fact um before we forget, let's let's dive into some of these facts, okay. all right? All right. Uh it was um it was released on December 14th, 2001. I was in first grade.
0: I was in kindergarten.
1: So, didn't know about this movie when it was coming out. We'll just keep it there. The
0: country is reeling from 9/11 and The Royal Tenenbaums comes out to save the <laughs> Just a
1: just to give the give the country a, a laugh it needs.
0: Or uh, you know? m- more accurately, a uh, huh? Okay. Yeah.
1: That was a pretty shot. Um, oh, I
0: get that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny.
1: They had a budget of twenty-one million dollars. I have to imagine it all went to the cast
0: or the set decoration
1: or the set decor or both. You know, which it I assume both.
0: was made by Wes Anderson himself. He does it Out all. Of things he, he found all. at garage sales. <laughs>
1: He does have a very garage saley vibe. I do enjoy the vibe, the visual vibe of all his movies. I think it's quaint. I think it's
0: Yeah, I nice. mean we'll get into it. It's
1: It's very childish in a way like I feel like like there's a lot of especially in this movie, there's a lot of like board games. Like they have a whole closet that's just wall to wall board games. Remember that Shot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's because they're in their childhood home, though.
1: Right, but then Eli has board games at his house. Mm. There's a lot of board game visuals, I noticed.
0: <laughs> it's all very, you know, campy and twee and eccentric and um, not for me. <laughs> I don't know. I i I don't, like, hate it, mm-hmm. but I also don't like it
1: you said last time or last podcast when we were like introducing this movie mm-hmm. that you were like when you go you go into a Wes Anderson movie in and about five minutes and you're like okay I get it exactly and I I think that's fair
0: it feels like I don't know uh, I mean I guess we'll get into it but it's just so um it feels like stale
1: because he's done it so many times well because think?
0: because like the I, I don't know the style of it to me, like it never changes. I feel like I'm looking at the same thing over and over again and it almost feels like overwhelming. <laughs> um <laughs> There's and then, a lot to look
1: at in each shot. There's a like, lot to look at definitely... And then definitely
0: all of the acting's like like very um subdued and straight and like Yeah. I, I just it's just not for me. Um Okay. And I, I, get I it. liked <laughs> I liked Moonrise Kingdom when I saw it, but again it was like I don't want to see this again. Right. And I was kind of like, I liked that, but also it's not my type of movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I can definitely, like, I don't think, I don't think my dad would like it.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I mean.
1: I think you gotta be.
0: Yeah, I don't think my dad would know. like it either. It's not a movie yeah. for dads. It's not no, Avatar. Right,
1: right. It's the opposite.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> wow, that, that's our first, like, multi-episode callback. <laughs> 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 that's going to be i hope that sticks around the the dad meter you know
0: i by the way one of my friends listened to that pilot and um out, like weeks later and texted me and said i love avatar we're fighting now and i was like what is she talking about
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and then that's i had to like go back in my mind and be like oh i was shitting all over avatar <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I've heard uh, a lot of podcasters that I listen to talk about how like their words are forever like etched in stone because of podcasts and then they yeah. they hear like people who listen to them t- like say like you said this on episode blah 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 and they're like really? So
0: Yeah. That will be us one day. Glad um... I brought up 911.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, boy. <laughs> First <laughs> Uh, we're gonna get canceled immediately. Like if we ever got like big,
0: I don't this think podcast, so. I, all I did was go, say that it happened.
1: They'd go to the, yeah. But you know, I, <laughs> I, feel, said, like I, I feel
0: like we're. I just feel like
1: we're, we're ripe for we're ripe for canceling.
0: That is fair. I well, all the Wes Anderson sure. stands. Are Slander. Cancel. Yeah, cancel me. Yeah. Is that a, is that how you say that? Like, their stands.
1: A Stan? Yeah, it's like the name. I okay. think it's based on the name. I think it comes from the name Stan. Well,
0: it comes from the M song.
1: Did is that you know
0: so? That? It is so, because no, I... someone explained this to me, and I was mind blown.
1: Yeah, so I've had it, like, half acidly explained to me, and I obviously didn't catch it all.
0: There's an M song called, I think it's called Stan, and it, oh, cool, he's cool, talking cool. about his, like, uh... He's like his his. It's like from the perspective of his like mega fan named Stan, who oh. is trying to get Eminem's attention. And then when he doesn't, he uh, drives off a bridge. Oh, it did this happen in real life? That I don't know.
1: Oh my! I well, don't... that's something to look into. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless someone was fucking with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just got false info. And like considering
0: who told it to me like he could have been it could
1: be. but i yeah. was also
0: like that makes too much sense
1: could be a prank never know
0: that could be a really fun funny prank
1: yeah that would. That be i'm a just one.
0: telling everyone <laughs> i think it's <laughs> just true, spreading though.
1: this false info yeah no that that sounds like it it adds up but anyway the royal tenenbaums um it had so we talked about the budget 21 million it uh had a worldwide box office of 71.4 million so it did it did,
0: it did pretty well which is fine yeah
1: yeah i feel like wes anderson movies are they're like i feel like film people like wes anderson movies but i don't feel like they're uh
0: they're not i still feel like they have a wide audience yeah they're not for everyone
1: not for everyone but i feel like the uh, the the audience is pretty wide despite how quirky it seems
0: yeah, but I also feel like this is a movie that wouldn't, or his movies probably wouldn't do well in other countries,
1: in non-English
0: speaking countries, because sure. it probably that. wouldn't translate.
1: Right. Is he, I have to imagine he's British?
0: No, I think he's American.
1: He's an American man?
0: He, Him and um, Owen Wilson went to college together.
1: Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense.
0: And they co-wrote They're... this movie. Yeah? Yeah.
1: That That adds up. <laughs> Um, rated R. Didn't yeah. think it had to be, but we got a couple. We got a couple fucks from Royal himself. Yeah, but that was it. Honestly, I feel like
0: there was some. There was like nudity.
1: There was. <laughs> I just watched this movie. Wi-
0: Hold on I- a second. I'll be right back. Next <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is what we're gonna get canceled for you. You posing me as this perv.
0: <laughs> no, that what you said that. Um, <laughs> I no when they showed the posters of uh, Margo's oh place, yeah 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 and then also and
1: Margot had a girlfriend at, at a time.
0: Yeah, and, and she I, was yeah she yeah. was naked. I think they show yeah. like they show one boob.
1: Right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> even though I watched this movie, uh, not. 20 minutes ago uh aspect ratio two point or two yeah 2.39 to one i'm freaking out uh it's a little wider than than cinemascope that's all just a little it's a little wider
0: yeah he
1: likes he likes two point he likes cinemascope which is 2.35 and Mm -hmm. he uses 2.39 a lot as well which is just as i said a little wider
0: well, and I want to talk about. I don't know if if this is the reason or if it's because of like the lenses he's using, but like the way it's shot seems like he's using too wide of a lens for like the like depth of field, and so the all of the scenes, especially because almost every scene is up against a flat wall, it looks curved in, and it is so disorienting. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was like, "Thank God."
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, he has a really interesting way of framing that is like claustrophobic at sometimes. Yeah. Th- at some points, because think, he fills every inch of it.
0: I don't even know if it's that. It just feels really flat, and maybe that's what I mean by stale. Is like now that I'm talking about it, it's like it's almost all up against a, a like a wall. Well, like I everyone's think on I... like a flat background, and then the I assumed it could be the aspect ratio. I'm not really like up on that. But yeah. I assumed it was because of the type of lens he was using was mm-hmm. like too wide. Um and so the, it, it could be on purpose curved. though. I think it is because on purpose, he... but I still don't yeah. like it. Yeah. I don't I think he, it's on he purpose. He tries to
1: make his his whole thing is that he tries to make every frame a painting, you know, that whole but he takes it very literally where he's trying to make these images that are moving look like they could be still like, paintings of a...
0: Yeah, of a I mean, I think, isn't that what every director is trying to do?
1: Yeah, but I feel like he takes it way more literally. Like, he's trying... Like, I feel like with the, the filters that he uses and the colors that he uses, it's really trying to get a, like, painting look.
0: Yeah, to me, it felt like, like looking in a snow globe or something. But, yeah. I mean, it just distorts the image in a way where... You know, it's um, it's kind of disorienting to look at, and I do think it's on purpose. I don't think he's like an incompetent
1: director (laughs) by any
0: means, (laughs) obviously, but um, it I don't like it.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah. I think I think it works for for me. It works most of the time, and sometimes it does not. Um, I think this uh, the Royal Tenenbaums is probably the least cool looking. (laughs) Of his movies, like yeah. I love how Moonrise Kingdom looks, and I love times two how the Grand Budapest Hotel looks. Like those movies look incredible to me. Yeah, this one's very yellow and brown. And, yeah, and maybe I maybe it's just because I'm not a big fan of those <laughs> colors particularly.
0: No, I read that even too. You I, I, I went to cause... Baldwin Wallace. Oh yeah, those were our school colors. But right. I I also think that's a um like. It's kind of supposed to look like it's in the '70s, like it's supposed mm-hmm. to give a '70s mm-hmm. vibe, and I think it's supposed to look aged, and that's why it's like that.
1: Yeah, right. Um, so it stars Gene Hackman as the titular Royal Tenenbaum, because there's a there's a double meaning there. Mm. They're they're royal, but his name is also royal. Um, Angelica Houston as Etheline Tenenbaum. Uh, Luke Wilson who I love. I love him as, too. As Richie Tenenbaum. Uh Gwyneth Paltrow as Margot Tenenbaum. I feel like she was perfectly cast as well. No.
0: No, I think she was. I think um yeah. I don't like you just don't Gwyneth Paltrow. character. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever found her like engaging in a role. Hm. I think this is maybe the most I've liked her because this is I think this is what I think her personality is. And this is all unfounded and she's probably great. <laughs>
1: She is a bit of a weirdo. She has that goop magazine and sells rocks Yeah, it's rocks like a business,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, ben Stiller as Chaz Tenenbaum. The, I love the name Chaz.
0: I like the name Chaz. <laughs> the, Spelled it, the, with an S. <laughs> the only redeeming character.
1: He's great.
0: He's a little... I felt... I was like, I wish this movie was just about him because he's going through something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has a uh, traumatic life, and then we're following Luke Wilson, and I'm yeah.
1: just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Owen Wilson as Eli Roth, R- no, Eli Roth is a director. What's his last name? Eli- Oh,
0: Cash, Eli Cash.
1: Cash, Cash, Cash. It's yeah. similar. They're very small names. Uh, Bill Murray as Raleigh? Yeah. Is that his first name or his last name?
0: His first name.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then Danny Glover as Henry Sherman.
0: I also really like Danny Glover.
1: I love Danny Glover, he and was I was great. like, he looks so young. Well, he was. It was two 2000- thousand. Yeah, it was two thousand one. I've just seen him in a couple of things recently, and he looks so much older. And I was like, jeez. But yeah, I I like the I like the cast. I think I think it's well cast. I like I, I, I always I like Wes Anderson cast because they're mostly the same people. <laughs> Yeah. And I like all those people. So I was excited. To, I
0: I love to see Bill Murray.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and I, he's great.
0: He's great. He also, like, does nothing. I mean, yeah, it's he's like, a
1: very, he's very I, much a side character. He's this, such an but.
0: ancillary character. I, I like, so much so that I forgot he was in this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I started yeah, watching he's it, not I was in like, it for, like, a lot of the middle. I was like,
0: Bill Murray? <laughs> Where'd, you, what a treat. Where'd you come from? I was, like, excited. Um... Yeah. I also think, um, oh, I, I, Owen Wilson is so charming. Like, yeah. he's just so charming. So, like, you, you love to see him, you know? Yeah. And I was, like, I was happy he, to see also,
1: him. Also, also ancillary. So he's it, was, it was a pointless
0: character. He is a plot yeah. device. And yeah. by the end of it, I was like, why is he in this? Like, he's only <laughs> in it to crash the car.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And which is a
0: device, which it's like, you, you
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, um, the The point where uh, someone gets, like, a call or something, and they're, like, I don't know why they went to Eli's house to, like, have an intervention.
0: Me Like, it just came either.
1: out of nowhere. Okay, good,
0: because I was like, was I not paying attention? Because yeah. when that happened, I was like, they're like, you have a problem. And I was like, with what? And then when he's, <laughs> he says, like, he says he has a drug problem, I'm like, how, eh? Since yeah. when? We've well, not doing seen
1: that. On the oh, like when we first see Eli in that scene, he's about to do cocaine.
0: I know, but but all. Of...
1: But yeah, the rest of the the, 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 of the movie... beginning of the movie does not mention his his
0: addiction. His, yeah, and like we see it then, but it's like, how do we know they've seen it before? Yeah. It just felt like.
1: It was out of the blue, very much so. Yeah. Um. But. But like you said, written by Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson, and earn an Oscar nomination for best screenplay. It did. That's pretty cool. Now that I've now that I've appreciated it more in in my second viewing, I I get it to to a degree. I, like I I think it has. I think it's the characters. I think it's the the characters are very, uh, they're very they're all very weird, but I feel like they're immediately uh you're like empathetic towards them because they've had a weird kind of terrible life
0: yeah I mean I mean I get it and I also don't because I do think the characters are great and I did this time really appreciate the ending especially with Chaz I was like that's very effective Um, yeah and moving when he when he gives him the dog I was like oh I might cry but um, I did not Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but like this the story just feels so like what?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's not really you're 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 a real you're a real uh sucker for a 3X structure. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like this movie does not follow that to a T.
0: No, it I mean it kind of does. It does. You have the exciting speaking. incident where uh they find out what's his faces. Um
1: sick. Flash, sick. Not sick. Yeah. And then but you have a couple inciting incidents because Ben Stiller has the thing with his house that makes him come home and that happens before the dad is home uh comes Well to the house you could to say that sick.
0: is the that's the inciting incident because that's what sparks Margo to come home. And then the first act turning point is when um mm. Royal is sick and comes everyone comes and home. Says- and that like changes their world. Um Right. And then like the end of Act Two. Is when you find out he's not sick,
1: right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, or you could say that the end of Act Two is when you find, or the end of Act One is when you find out he's not sick, and end of Act Two is when Richie attempts suicide. Yeah, because right. that then springs um, Royal into the... a, into a new direction of like getting his family back. so, right. so I mean, I mean. Most things are right. react structure. It, it's kind of, it's kind of, most things are. Even though it's like yeah. more complicated, it's probably, it's react structure with just like extra storylines. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's even so- the structure that like pissed me off. It was this like the actual like story choices. You know, like yeah. I, <sighs> I thought the opening shot was really cool with the books. And yep. I was like, okay, that's that's very effective of getting you into the world. And then yeah. I was like, oh my God, is that Alec Baldwin? And it is. And that's I <laughs> like yeah. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, Alec Baldwin. And I enjoyed the um, voiceover yeah. for the first five minutes. And then it <laughs> kept going and I was losing my mind. <laughs> it's so, it's so long.
1: Yeah, I feel like they could have, used Alec Baldwin's VO to kind of get us rolling and then once we're rolling then you don't need it anymore but they did they kept using it throughout
0: I don't even mind that they kept using it throughout I just the whole bulk of like like 12 minutes in the beginning is just the explanation of the story and that felt yeah. so unnecessary and boring to me and then I think like after them as kids Mhm I was like, great, get into the m- movie.
1: Yeah. And then Which, they- that's what it sort of is or sort of does, but yeah, it just kind of feels like it feels abrupt, the transfer from childhood to adulthood.
0: I didn't mind that so much as when they went from childhood to adulthood, he kept being like, and this is Chaz and this is where he is and he's doing all of this stuff. And this is Richie and this is where he is. And it just felt like so much was going on. Where it was like we would have figured that out without you like spelling it out for us. And now I have spent like ten minutes just listening to like an audiobook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could have done that in like just dialogue. Like yeah. catching up with these characters.
0: Exactly. But so Courtney, why did you pick this movie? Oh, are we did we not get there? Um <laughs> Well <laughs> because I don't like it apparently. <laughs> no, um, I picked it because I wanted to watch it again to see if my opinion changed, and I I do think mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm more positive about it now mm-hmm. than I was when I first watched it, and also because um, people use Wes Anderson a lot as an example of a a film auteur, um, mm-hmm. which I I wrote down a definition, um, oh. is an artist usually a film director who applies a highly centralized, and subjective control to many aspects of a collaborative creative work. In other words, a person equivalent to an author of a novel or a play. So it's basically a director who um, has a certain style mm-hmm. that they um, like place on all of their films. Hitchcock yeah. would be considered an auteur, um, like Fellini, Coppola, right. all those guys. Uh, yeah. More modern auteurs, people, people say Jordan Peele is probably... Couldn't be an auteur, oh, yeah. but it's too early to, to really tell. Yeah. Yeah. I, Wes Anderson, obviously. Right. Um, I personally don't like the idea of auteurs. Um, I think it gives a lot of credit to one person. Um, yeah. Who, and kind of ignores the fact that they usually work with the same people. Mm hmm. Who, are, like, um, like, Hitchcock, for example, used the same composer in almost all of his films and, like, without. You know the the music in Psycho, it, that scene wouldn't be what it is, um, right? And I think and like it,
1: a, I know they a lot of the times they'll work with the same uh, cinematographer.
0: Yes, directors yeah.
1: and cinematographers are kind of buddy buddy.
0: Yeah, and, and and some people would argue, well, the director is the one picking those people, and sometimes it's the case. Sometimes it's the producer um, or mm-hmm. the studio. I would argue that tours are ways to give like. Um, Uh, usually white men with already big heads, like a bigger head. Um, (laughs) And... Yeah, but it is something you would learn in film school. You learn all about auteurs and, like, the auteur theory. And I think Wes Anderson's a good example of it because he is so stylized.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that is my Um, this movie. Was that a good answer? Keeps it...
1: Yes, that's a very good answer. Thank you. Uh, And keeps it so consistent throughout his movies, I feel like. Yeah. Um... Even in this one, which is like earlier on in his career, I feel like it's still, even though you can, like, having seen a lot of his movies, I feel like you can tell that this is, like, if you didn't know any of the dates, mm-hmm. and also you didn't know that, wow, Danny Glover looks really young in this, you know? Yeah. Like, you couldn't guess it. Like, I could, I feel like you could still tell, like, oh, this is earlier on in Wes Anderson's career because it's not as. Stylized as something like Moonrise or Grand Budapest, but it's still obviously Wes Anderson in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah,
0: and I mean those like um, escalations of this the style could even just be that like now that he's a more um, established director, right. he's getting a bigger budget, so he can build the crazy, yeah. you know, Grand Budapest Hotel set um, right. as opposed to this or like Rushmore. Um, yeah, Life Aquatic other Wes Anderson movies Mm -hmm. yeah
1: (laughs) you nailed it thank you so I don't know oh I wanted to look up I wanted to look up uh the name of Richie's uh boat was something in French
0: oh yeah it was
1: and I thought this has got to be something either funny or oh it just means ivory coast it's in Irish (sighs) coast
0: okay. well was anderson disappointed yet again
1: <laughs> i thought it was gonna be something like goofy you know like his yeah. na- richie's boat was named like something ridiculous uh rotten tomato score of 80 percent, so our lowest yet yeah i was gonna say yeah um but still i mean that's 80 like when i whenever i'm talking because I, I i talk to my parents about movies a lot because mm-hmm. they're they they they're like outside of it, but they try and like, they're like they're always like a year behind. Yeah, like a, but but they're only a year behind, so it's like they keep up. All right. Um. So we'll be talking about movies, and whenever we're talking about one, I always look up the Rotten Tomato score, and as long as it's like above seventy five, I'm like, oh, all right, cool, 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 because they they like uh, my dad's always on like Netflix looking at looking at stuff, and like, oof, And Netflix original movies are hit and miss
0: well yeah netflix just was like we have all this money you can make whatever the fuck you want we just want content yeah, so then they you got... get a bunch of real stinkers um
1: but every now and again you get a
0: like hemlock grove
1: yeah wait was that an example of a good one <laughs> <laughs> that, was a,
0: that was like a movie or no it was like a netflix original series that no one watched <laughs> it's like yeah. about werewolves i think and netflix would always recommend it to you at the end of your, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you could be watching like just please um, watch it like, Can you and, watch like, it, please? Like, like Parks and Rec, and it'd be like, do you want to watch <laughs> this really dark thing about like, werewolves because no one's watching it? And it always makes me laugh. Um, but I was going
1: to what's the Alfonso Cuaron movie? Roma. Roma. Every once in a while, you get a Roma. So. Oh, I was
0: like, I really hope I'm right. Um. It <laughs> <sighs> um yeah. yeah, I. you do get some sneakers. We always joke, my mom... Picks out the worst movies. Like she consistently has a knack for finding the like worst movie, and then like halfway through, my dad will get pissed and be like, "I don't want to watch this anymore." Um, but she always picks like John Cusack movies that like came out like last year, and I always try to explain to her like that's not a good idea. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Like they there, those movies are pretty much made to just be you know shown in other languages. Mm. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's never, it's never good.
1: But her behavior has not changed. Jesse's no no
0: she's still <laughs> she still refuses to like lock her screen on her phone because she thinks it turns her phone off, regardless of the hundreds of times I've have explained to her that that is incorrect.
1: <laughs> That's like my buddy Dom who doesn't uh he doesn't put his like uh face ID or uh fingerprint uh, touch ID into his phone. He just does a code. Because he thinks that's more secure.
0: That is um, incorrect.
1: It is not right, <laughs> and he's like, "I don't want them to have my finger or my or my face." And it's like, "Bro, it stays on the phone. <laughs> it does not go up into the the cloud."
0: Oh, I don't know. I think Apple has a copy of all of it. They do not. I think Apple they, and Google.
1: People. Oh, Google definitely does, but Apple, like, people. Keep Apple in check. Like we would know if they were sending, because the 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 people on Reddit they're always hacking into the phones and seeing what's going on in there.
0: Well, that's more comforting than Apple having it. It's being people on Reddit.
1: No, they're, they're they're hacking into their own phones to see if things are being sent to Apple. Let's move on. Let's talk. Oh about my movies. God!
0: This quarantine needs <laughs> to end. People are being. Uh.
1: it's yeah it's getting it's getting rough dude like i don't i just want to dude and hearing about the movie theaters like
0: oh that they might close forever
1: (laughs) yeah but did you hear about the law the new no not okay so there was a law that was made in like 1948 Mm -hmm. it was a court case like against paramount pictures they were trying to vertically integrate everything.
0: Oh, yeah. Like they were yeah, trying to yeah, be yeah.
1: producer, director. Like, uh,
0: yeah, like the studio system. And then
1: Yeah, and then own they were also trying to own the movie theaters. Paramount yeah. was trying to buy a movie theater. It's so US that they versus could distribute. Paramount at all. That's the one. And it's it's so, nineteen
0: fifty four, I'll have you know.
1: Really? Oh, I feel pretty confident really, about
0: that. Huh.
1: I on the podcast I was listening to. They, they definitely said 40-something, but maybe they were wrong. Um, so, they uh, they rescinded it. It's no longer a thing. Oh, really? Yep. So, Disney, if they want to buy a bunch of movie theaters, turn it into a very bougie Disney experience. and
0: That's bullshit. I mean... Ugh. Yeah.
1: So, not only are they the movie theaters going out of business just because of COVID in general, but now paramount and universal and disney and everyone can just buy their own movie theaters and only show their movies and it's gonna suck
0: i mean yeah i i that's bullshit but also um unsurprising and when, and when you know <laughs> when disney plus came out i was like oh this is the end <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of good content because Disney is holds too much stock out of all of the, you know, studios. It holds like 35% or something insane um yeah. of all the content. So they can they can already do that. Like, do that. Like, they can already release it on their platform and uh make you pay extra, which, which is what they're doing with Mulan. Yes. So there are, I mean Disney is already a monopoly and The whole uh, U.S. versus Paramount thing was uh, also about, like, um, block booking, which is where studios would, um, like, refuse to give theaters the movies they, um, like, to sell theaters the movies that everyone wanted to see unless they took, like, all their shitty movies, too. Mm -hmm. And so theaters were forced to buy all of these properties, and it was just a huge, you know, it's a monopoly, and it fucks everyone over, and the studio system... um, didn't work for a lot of reasons especially when it came to like creative talent being forced to you know being being forced to work for one studio and one studio only which yeah (sighs) I mean we still have overall deals but
1: yeah so so anyway
0: um content as we know it is over yeah it was 1948 I was wrong by the way
1: oh 48 okay
0: I don't know what was 54 but there was a court case (laughs) and I
1: But so yeah, and then you've you've definitely heard about the 17-day thing, the deal that Universal and AMC came to. No. So Universal in during at the beginning of quarantine, whenever that stupid Trolls movie came out? Yeah. They released you it mean on trolls premium 2 World VOD. Tour? Yes, that one. Mhm. Um they released it on premium VOD. Okay. Um And they came out with a statement. They were like, hey, this worked so well that uh, we've decided that from now on, we're just going to release all our movies uh, day and date uh, on premium VOD. Um, So the day it comes out in the theaters is the day it comes out on digital, and you can pay a lot of money for it if you want. And AMC was like, "Mm, no, we're not going to show Universal movies anymore, which is like, yeah the biggest like amc is the biggest chain yeah and they're not they're not gonna show the fast and furious movies anymore like that that would suck for universal even though it kind of sucks more for amc um but they're trying to force their hand so and then regal the second largest chain jumped in and said yeah we're not gonna show universal movies either
0: right and I mean, how much is it to watch like a on premium vod
1: i think it's 20 bucks generally Mulan's gonna be thirty, but
0: by the way, it's like two tickets. Yeah, like I mean, no, thank you. I'd rather, I would rather go to a fucking theater. Um, yeah. Also, again, I'm being pretty negative this episode, and it's gonna keep going. But fuck Mulan, I fuck Disney's live action bullshit. I hate it. I think it's so stupid. I thought go off. I I honestly, we should do just like a mini episode of me complaining about Disney. <laughs> fuck Disney. Fuck all of them. I like Pixar, but fuck everyone else. And <laughs> I think, I think the live-action movies are so dumb and just a way to play on nostalgia. First of all, Beauty and the Beast was bad. It was a bad yeah, movie. Yeah, it was not great. And every it was I like made, Dan Stevens. It made. I liked. Like the most money ever. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. Lion see King the made so and, much money. And Lion King <laughs> was bad. And by the way. Lion King wasn't live action. It was better animation. Yeah. It was still There computer. was not a frame. It was-
1: There was not a frame of live, uh-
0: No, there was nothing like- Like,
1: they didn't even do the scenery. And
0: also- Yeah, I know. I mean, how could- Ugh. And also, <laughs> uh, why do I want to see real looking fucking animals singing? I, I yeah. don't! <laughs> I want to see a cartoon! Yeah. And Mulan's not even gonna ha- Mulan's gonna be like a war film. I See, don't but want th- that. I
1: was most pro- I was probably most excited about Mulan, honestly. Really? Because
0: It's actually different. Yeah,
1: because it's actually different and they were actually going to tell the real Mulan story. Like the cuz they cha- like Mushu's not a real character in the original like cuz Mulan's based on a real Chinese like tale.
0: Oh, so you mean the talking dragon isn't real?
1: Yeah, the talking gra- dragon, the cricket, but, but they've got this witch film. character. And, well, yeah, but I mean, it is. how? What's Mulan rated? Well, now the new
0: one is going to be probably PG-13, I would assume. You think? I, I would get... I don't know if they could... <laughs> Have you seen the trailer?
1: Monetarily? I know, I know but I don't think awesome monetarily think they Stephen. could get away with pg-13 oh, like i, I think they have to do pg
0: also i can't really judge it because i didn't see aladdin and nassim pedrad was in and i love oh, yeah. her but that movie all of the trailers it looked like a porn like parody of aladdin <laughs> like just the way it was shot was so weird and yeah. i just i hate it and i, I know most people d- don't go along with me on this but <laughs> I, I just think it is such a uh anti-creative like it's it's i feel like it's a it's anti-creativity yeah for a company that that. makes all of their money on the idea of like um valuing you know like creative creative people yeah creatives yeah and um (laughs) it's bullshit disney's a bad company (laughs) (laughs) this is what will haunt me if i ever try to get a job at disney
1: sure right yeah Or any subsidiary subsidiary of theirs, which is most of yeah.
0: All right, cut (laughs) this all out.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like 20 minutes. I just
0: think that Disney is... um,
1: They're pretty predatory.
0: Yeah, they're not nice. Yeah. And I don't like the live action. (laughs) I hate them. I think they're so stupid.
1: But I've seen them all except Aladdin. Like in theaters, I saw them.
0: I saw Beauty and the Beast with you. Oh yeah, true. and I was losing my mind during it. I don't know if you remember, but I was crying, laughing because I was like, "Is this fake?" And at the end, when when the CGI fucking monster <laughs> is supposed to sing like a emotionally resonant, like, I like that song numbers, though. So I hated Evermore? that song. I was like, "Dude, it what was really good." Is this? I don't feel connected to you at all. I just. I don't like it. I-, I wish they would create some more, like, <laughs> original content.
1: Originals? Yeah. Original content? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you there.
0: I mean, because when you think about it, almost all of Disney's properties is um, existing IP. And.
1: Yeah, recently.
0: Yeah, and that's, I think, the problem with the movie industry <laughs> It's that yeah, we only for care about sure. IP.
1: Yeah, but that's the other thing is that's all that the makes money. Consumers care I know, about either, and I yeah.
0: I hate society and I hate Disney. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: a lot of reasons to hate society. Yes,
0: days. I yeah, but I hate um I um everything, and now I'm gonna um
1: talk about a movie you didn't like.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Called the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> this
0: is gonna be such a that's okay. A shitty episode to listen no, we, to. Just me need yelling one of these. about Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. No, that's what, I get dude, that people, people like it. people are
1: here for that. I get yeah. that people
0: like it, and I get the nostalgia factor. I just think it's um, it's annoying Let's how much up. money Disney is making on your childhood memories. Yeah. But I guess that's what they've always been doing. So anyway, Royal Tendon Bumps. I'm sorry. I'll stop.
1: Yeah, one of the first things I wrote down was, uh, this lighting kind of sucks.
0: I said, ugh, <laughs> it's so yellow. <laughs> yeah why are they overexposed it didn't make sense yeah
1: 2001 not 19 well they're still
0: shooting on film
1: i know but yeah which i liked that was. i do like when people
0: uh... shoot on film
1: yeah did you see so another tangent uh did you did you see
0: um this movie (laughs) this episode's gonna be four hours
1: (laughs) No, no. no 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 not again uh i i found out that we have a we have a limit actually because uh that um the graduate episode was real long and i had to encode it at a lower <laughs> bit rate what's the limit it's a limit for squarespace not even for like podcasting i was really because like, like, i
0: listen to like five hour podcast episodes. i know
1: i know it's just squarespace being garbage sorry uh squarespace please sponsor us. We,
0: squarespace i love you i have my website on squarespace
1: same uh yeah that's where we yeah and i that's where we host i the podcast. like it um but yeah uh so we're we're inceptioning our tangents uh back to the first tangent um the first tangent is uh knives out so ryan johnson did uh this interview about knives out and he was talking about how they shot on digital they shot on an uh i think they shot on an ari and um they but they did like the uh I think the lighting guy did a bunch of stuff in post to make it look more like film.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Like so, like things like light uh, refracting and coming through uh, stained glass. Mm-hmm. Like he he put a bunch of like I don't know he did a bunch of like CG shit to it to make it look like film. And I was like, ooh, that's pretty. That's neat. Probably because then you way, get the best of both worlds. Way world. cheaper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, then I mentioned Cote d'Ivoire, which was the name of the ship. Was Did we ever learn why he was on the ship? Um, like why he went off.
0: Oh, because he um, he had a meltdown at his like tennis match and just And
1: then he just like He was like I'm and, yeah, the, then he was like I'm going to travel the, the world,
0: yeah. How oh, old are they supposed to be? Like 34? Good for,
1: good for him. But yeah, um, I think they're all like in their 30s. Okay. I have to imagine Ed Le- well, what's the order? So is, is Ben Stiller the oldest? Yeah. I think it... Wait, hold on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. I think it goes... I think Richie's the youngest. So he might still be in his 20s, maybe? But he looks like he's in his 20s. I thought he was
0: the oldest.
1: Really? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I think Margo's in the middle. But maybe Margo and uh, Richie are the same age because they're in love spoilers
0: oh god i
1: to hate say? that,
0: <laughs> that is... why what the
1: the The fact that they're in love
0: yeah that's my least favorite part of this film oh really it bothers me so much
1: <laughs> because of the brother sister thing yes i think it's i don't know they're adopted what is it doesn't matter but I...
0: <laughs> Even if your sibling is adopted, you still think of them as your sibling when you have grown up with them.
1: Obviously, they do not think that way. And
0: I think that's fucked up. <laughs> because they say she, they got her when she was like either two years old or, yeah, they, or two months. I don't remember. Yeah, but either way. I mean it's
1: the, they've been their whole lives.
0: To the point where they would not remember a time when she was not their sister.
1: Yeah, I guess that's right. That true. is... But-
0: fucked up like if you found out your sibling (laughs) was adopted today you wouldn't been like you wouldn't be like oh great now i can fuck them
1: (laughs) that is you're correct i just but they've known no it's they were made it was it was made very known by the father that they were not related because he's an asshole
0: yeah but their mom's so like it's just so weird to me like i can't fathom like it's so weird yeah, I, I hate it. I hate it. that's maybe like that's my that's my least favorite part of the whole film, is hmm. is that is yeah. Richie's storyline. I guess.
1: Oh, I think Richie's got a really empathetic storyline.
0: I don't. I don't at <laughs> I feel all. Bad for I him. don't feel bad for him really at all. <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, <sighs> I don't feel bad for Owen Wilson. No. Well, I, I don't. But think when th- he says like I've always wanted to be a tenant mom, I was like, oh, that's sad. He was like living across the way, like. This real poor life.
0: Yeah, but I think like it wasn't like. But he, that's not explored. He, he wasn't. Well, yes, I agree. It's not explored. But I think also like um, he pretty much is treated like a a tenant mom.
1: Yeah. The mom accepts
0: right. him. He's there all the time. <laughs> um, he also wants to make out with Margo, which I guess all the tenant moms do.
1: I guess so. Yes, yeah, you're making good points.
0: Because also, <laughs> it's just so. I couldn't. I I couldn't get past it the first time I watched it, and that time I I was shocked when they make out in the tent. I was like, "Whoa!" Oh. I I <laughs> I, I, was, I no thank you. Yeah. I I wrote in my notes if I have to watch siblings make out, I wish there could just be a little less tongue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, they they get after it.
0: They have been siblings their whole lives.
1: But he's been in love with her their their whole lives.
0: That they, doesn't make been it okay.
1: She was in love with him her whole life too.
0: It's it's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> like they should both be I mean this whole family should be going to therapy. But like.
1: woof, yeah. Good lord.
0: Uh, also <laughs> Royal says when Luke Wilson tells him it's also really rubbed me the wrong way. Luke goes and tells him like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm in love with Margot," and he goes, "Um, I I get it. She's pretty, or like she's, what does he say? He's like, she's a good looking girl." He says, "I get it. She's a good looking girl," and I was like, "That's gross. You raised this this girl since she was a baby."
1: Yeah, I mean, but all dads think their daughters are like the most beautiful thing ever
0: but the way he said it was not like
1: all right it was like my
0: daughter's beautiful it was like "Eh, good on you son get it
1: (laughs) i just well he probably thinks that way he's a scumbag
0: but by this point he's coming around and he's like but we're not supposed to think of them as scumbags at this point i don't think i I I don't don't know. know i feel
1: like royal's a scumbag until like the very last second like he finally comes around no I feel like end. this
0: moment is when he is turning around it's when um oh is that it's when Luke Wilson goes goes to see him at the end and it tells him he's in love with Margot, and he he like helps him and that's this is yeah. kind of like his redemption tour and then part yeah. of it is <laughs> she's a good looking girl and I was like oh
1: <laughs> oh
0: god and but- then at the end when they're like like cuddling and kissing each other I was like no one else is upset I'm upset <laughs> <laughs> at his funeral mm-hmm. god I
1: he well it's not like disrespecting him he was obviously cool with
0: yeah it. he well she's a good looking girl <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: <laughs> so I want to talk I want to talk about Dudley
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's... because Dudley was hilarious yes I found it very funny that whole little arc like the book at the end the the um the the different experiments and when he's like they're like sitting on or he's like uh ben um jesus bill murray um bill murray yes is laying on the couch and dudley's just looking over the the couch and says do you want to like do an experiment on me or something <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it's so funny and then he He's he's like recording in like his captain's log about oh, that, Dudley and he's like
0: That made me laugh It
1: was he was like uh I think he has a combination of um
0: A bunch of random stuff and then he says in colorblindness and, and well one of the things he said an is a, like he, he can hear really an well An acute sense of hearing yeah. and
1: Dudley turns around
0: And says I'm not colorblind am I? <laughs> yeah. He goes yes you are
1: <sighs> So funny the way that Ben Stiller emotes in this movie is very good. Uh, I like it a lot. Um every movie he's in, he kind of emotes the same way, but it's it's just very funny. I
0: think Ben Stiller is a really great actor. And he's, I was so excited yeah. to see um Zoolander and Hansel together.
1: Yeah. A movie
0: right. I love.
1: <laughs> a movie I can't stand. Really? That's funny. I really don't like it. I wa- I think I watched it no, I watched it with a bunch of music kids in college. I was like sitting in the back of the dorm room, like, okay.
0: To be fair, I watched it with like I would watch it with my brother and cousin all the time when I was like a little kid, and so now every time I see my cousin, we like quote it, and yeah. I think it's really funny.
1: <laughs> I should watch that again because I feel like I might get it.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a good movie. I just like it. It's one of those. <laughs> right. I think it's very yeah. funny. Yeah. It's, it's a like movie the, where you actually uh, laugh on like a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, I I really liked how um the chapters started with like um text and like if you actually did you read the text? Yeah,
0: I didn't like the chapters. Why? I was like w- I was just like no, thank you. Like move like keep going.
1: It was cool. It was like the script. It was I feel like it was literally the script.
0: I mean because if you
1: read the first two lines, it it's like uh, Royal steps out of the taxi cab and like it cuts, and then it's like the taxi cab pulls up and Royal yeah. steps out. It's neat.
0: Yeah, I thought it was fine. I, I just didn't. I don't know. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I liked it at the beginning, right. and then I thought I would be like it would be like book ends, so it would be like the beginning, and the end, and then when it mm. kept happening throughout the film, I was like. <sighs> I guess maybe that's my problem, is that I like some of the stylistic things they do, but I wish they were used a little more sparingly.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: I'm also fully resigned to the, to the idea that I am wrong, and that this is a good like Because <laughs> <laughs> I was reading the reviews, and I was like, oh, people like this. Like, I'm probably wrong. This is just not for me.
1: <laughs> no, that's the thing about opinions. You can't, it's physically, it's it's impossible for you to be wrong. You can't be wrong about an opinion. It's an opinion by definition. Okay. It's not <laughs> It's not a it's not a truth. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's an opinion. You can't be wrong. Uh why did they use the Charlie Brown music and also is it not Charlie Brown music?
0: It no, it is. It's Peanuts. I was reading about this. They use it okay. um, <laughs> all the time for for, Margo. for Margo.
1: And I was like is it because she's sad and has ye- yellow hair, and Charlie Brown is yellow?
0: Yeah, I mean Charlie Brown's also pretty. Like he doesn't really emote. Right. So maybe that's why.
1: Maybe maybe he like maybe they like base the character of Margot around <laughs> <On Charlie Brown. laughs> like a grown up Charlie Brown.
0: Who just uh, Mar- like
1: what a unfeeling kind right. of.
0: Well, I guess we should say, like, like, Margo's a playwright or whatever. Yes. Chaz is a businessman, like, slash real yeah. estate. Tech. He's the one, like, that his genius didn't seem to, like, come through as much. It seems like by the time he's an adult, it's like, what, what is he doing? Um,
1: well, that's, I feel like that's all of them. They've all kind of lost their touch with whatever they were considered to be geniuses in the right in the beginning and i think that has to i think that's like one of the themes of the movie is like the pressures of being a child genius or whatever if that even exists yeah or just like societal expectations living up to those expectations Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah especially from your father who usually is the one of the parents to like be hard on you and push you too hard and you see Chaz do the doing the same thing to his kids, even though he's the one who hates his dad the most.
0: Yeah, but I don't even see that as him being hard on his kids. I see it as him being like traumatized Paranoid. and not being yeah. and like doing it as a like as a sense of like protectiveness and fear, whereas Royal was doing it as a sense of like not caring or being obtuse. Yeah. Like I think the difference is Chaz very clearly loves his kids and just wants to keep them safe whereas Royal just liked Richie because he could see what he would like get from him Mm -hmm. essentially and didn't really give a shit about his other two kids until he comes back. Right. And he only comes back for um, Angelica Houston. Like he finds out Mm -hmm. Angelica Houston's getting engaged and he freaks out that she might leave him so it's not even like he's really coming back for his kids like he's more coming back for um their mom well
1: yeah i wrote down later on that like he's just he's trying to he even says this at at, uh one point that he's just like trying to keep the status quo he he doesn't want things (laughs) he doesn't want things to change even if it means that like things are getting better for his children and his love i guess his ex-wife well, I guess his wife because they don't get divorced until the end. but, yeah, but yeah, even... I think he'd rather stay in this weird limbo where they're all kind of sad <laughs> than have things change because that's where he feels comfortable,
0: yeah. But even the act of him coming to see them is change because they right. say they haven't spoken in ten years. So even him just yeah. being there, like is a massive change, which kind of like, fuels the story
1: but it's also it's or it's almost a, like a reversion to like when they were a family you know yeah
0: um
1: because he's also sad too and yeah i think rather.
0: i i do like his arc because i think it's uh by the end very um like it's impactful
1: mm-hmm. his, it his change real.
0: by the end i don't know if it feels real <laughs>
1: well as real as a wes anderson yeah but i I like it be. i guess
0: i was just saying before that i don't think him and um Chaz are parallel
1: right yeah 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 you're right you're right but i feel like there's they even they talk about uh or um royal
0: he says that yeah they might have the same relationship or whatever like their kids yeah might he view them the same way
1: Right, and he doesn't want that for Jazz. Well, I will he say, wants his kids to grow up to like him.
0: One of my favorite parts of the movie was the montage of Royal with the boys. I thought it was so sweet, and yeah, and really just um, the tone of this movie is so weird, and uh, I think purposely unsettling. <laughs> and that moment was fo- so like lighthearted and fun, and they're stealing the milk, yeah. and they're like r- they're throwing like water balloons (laughs) at cars i did i did write like why if you're gonna shoplift anything would you shoplift milk like
1: that's that's immediately what i I said take
0: a candy bar (laughs) yeah
1: and then and then royal takes a bag of chips it's like yeah i was like that was even that's not that fun but it was fun yeah uh and then to 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 bring that back at the end with them riding on the garbage truck and then (laughs) and then ben stiller like
0: pops out of the back yeah
1: that's that's one of the moments of Ben Stiller like emoting, and he's like, I <laughs> he's just like having a good time.
0: I really loved Ben Stiller's character and storyline. Mm-hmm. I he's yeah. he's like a businessman. He has these two kids. His wife and his two kids were in a plane accident, and she died. Yeah. The two kids and their dog survived like miraculously, and so he yeah. is just reeling from the loss of his wife and paranoid that his kids are gonna die he's doing emergency drills and all this crazy shit and like it just felt in i like it's a super hyper um stylized and whatever world but that like the emotion behind that felt so real and sweet and really like got me
1: yeah and then his arc by the end
0: i was just like that was great like i really i really loved ben Stiller's storyline
1: yeah me too and he i feel like Uh, he had the
0: most work to do with with royal and he and they do it
1: right right for sure because richie is like the opposite he like thinks the best of his dad even when he's doing these awful things to them um which is also something you need to work through like that is not a particularly good relationship either but it's 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 different it's almost the opposite where you actually have to not think of your father as this paragon
0: yeah you need to like grow up and realize your parents are people like are real people and i i, I do like that theme um yeah yeah
1: i mean, i think that's a big theme of this movie because i feel like they're all how many kids are there three <laughs> well th- four if you kid if you count eli Owen Wilson. i don't but i feel like yeah i mean <laughs> see <laughs> he's not part of the family <laughs> um but I feel like they're all stuck in childhood. Like they're all acting the same as they're they're all very immature people at, at least at the beginning of the movie. And I feel like they're all stuck in the past because of this these expectations that they've not lived up to.
0: Yeah, but it's I guess them... you could also argue that they were all adults at a young age. That they were right. all like super mature for their age. Um yeah. And then they know. just stayed In, that way and never really never grew up never past changed. That. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're dealing with their their failures, because they've all kind of failed as these things, as a playwright, as a tennis player, as a businessman. I think uh Ben Stiller had the best uh when like as a kid, like showing his thing of him like with the with the Ties. tie rack that like <laughs> I, moves around and like I wrote I love little I kids that fun. are
0: acting like Adult, like a businessman yeah. like a little businessman I think is so funny.
1: Yeah. I really liked all of their their little intros as children. I did as too. Children. I really
0: liked I did really like those. And I liked um Margo being this really like those like oh like depressed seven year old writing these insane yeah. plays. Um <laughs> yeah. but I I don't know, I guess we can get into Margot and Rishi's storylines. Yeah
1: theirs is Interesting because she
0: they kind of parallel each other.
1: Um, I thought it was the when we finally get to see the tennis match. Mm -hmm. Uh, between whoever it was between, but when he when he like loses it, I thought that was very a very funny scene. Like watching it on the old TV and then (laughs) have them talking. I think it's Owen Wilson is one of the commentators. it's,
0: It's their other brother. It's the other Wilson brother whose name is like Andrew Wilson.
1: Oh yeah. wow, they sound very similar. Well, they
0: all three of them sound similar, which is why I think it's huh. funny whenever Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson are in something together because they look so like you can tell they're related, and they yeah. talk exactly the same, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. I, Owen Wilson has maybe more of a accent, or like, uh. yeah.
1: And they have like, especially in this movie, they have the exact same like hair, like his uh, like Luke's is brown and Owen's is blonde, but they have like the same like cut and.
0: Oh, I think Luke's is way longer. It's just back with that sweatband or whatever.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Which yeah, I maybe. also, I wrote down, Luke Wilson is really hot with long hair. And then when he cut it off, I said, Luke Wilson is really hot with short hair.
1: <laughs> Yeah, he's a good looking Luke dude. Luke Wilson. Yeah. He does a really bad job of cutting his own hair. Yeah. Which I get. I think he's that in was emotional state. Yeah. But then in the hospital, it looks great.
0: Yeah, they they definitely like the buzz it. Yeah, they
1: they cleaned it up for sure, for sure, for sure. I don't know, I don't know what to talk about next.
0: <laughs> well, so Margot is like, she's really secretive. She doesn't like that's that's kind of her thing. Like, what she smokes all the time, but no one knows she's a smoker, even though she's smoking constantly, constantly, and just the logistics of the smell of that <laughs> kind of impossible. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did think it was funny when she was like spraying the perfume and like she had like a whole system for for whatever. But she's mm-hmm. married to Bill Murray, and um,
1: did they explain how they met or anything?
0: They say he's a writer, so I would okay. assume that is how they
1: oh, met. Oh, sure.
0: Um, but she was this. She was a playwright. She wrote. They they have. I wrote down her three plays because they had posters of them. It was ah. nakedness tonight erotic transference <laughs> and static electricity.
1: Are these the ones she wrote as a child?
0: Or teenager or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, and she hasn't written a play in seven years. Yeah. And when she finds out that Chaz what, moved home, she's like, oh yeah, me too, I'm going to move home. Yeah. She like <laughs> spends all her day in the bathtub.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, which is, is it, is that just her depression over the fact that she can't seem to write a play? Like She's just so distraught that she's like, I can't do this, that I'm just going to sit in the tub and watch TV.
0: I think she doesn't love Bill Murray.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I that, I guess that's what I took from it. I think by the end, which this is also like I, I didn't love, that it's like it, to me it seemed like she couldn't write a play because all of her like sexual feelings and love is for her brother and they're no longer like together. And so she can't like, and when you look at the titles of her plays, they're all about like nakedness night, like erotic transference. Um sure. and, and so it's kind of like that part of her, her life is gone because her brother isn't here. Yeah. And but she he... went on all
1: these, we learn about all these uh, experiences that she's had. Yeah. Over the years because of the personal investigation.
0: Yes. And the but but in all of them she looks so like dead in the eyes. Like she's not enjoying any of it.
1: But is that just her?
0: But I feel like when she's with him she and kind that of smoky like lights, makeup? Uh, lights up. Yeah, her raccoon eyeliner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Raccoon, Ooh, my bad. The <laughs> raccoon eyeliner. Um and then Luke Wilson, Richie <sighs> Okay, he the reason his career ends, his, like, all-star yes. tennis career is because Margot got married to Bill Murray, and he sees them in the crowd together them. and loses his mind, which... Yes.
1: <sighs> oh, but I the scene of him losing his mind is very funny Yes, to me. yeah.
0: It is. No, <laughs> it is. But, like... It,
1: it seems he's taken off uh, both his shoes and one of his socks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. That's very it funny. It is funny.
0: <laughs> it's just the whole, like, idea behind it of having that much of a meltdown because your sister got married... Um even though like she's presumably been engaged and seriously dating this man for a, for, for a while. while. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: but getting married is a whole different ballpark.
0: yeah, you can still get out of it.
1: Sure. But I mean, it feels very permanent.
0: Yeah. I comparatively. I don't know. I just think like their reasons for failure being that they're so in love with each other. They can't <sighs> focus on anything else. Didn't feel. Didn't. Didn't work for me. And I also don't think like Richie is upset that he's not playing tennis anymore. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he Was really his cares. his heart ever in it? Yeah, and and like Margot, at least it seems like
1: she does. Th- yeah, she really cares about being a playwright because I think she,
0: and- out of all of them, is searching for val- more validation because Mm -hmm. she didn't get it from royal at all right yeah i guess i just hate the fact that their whole emotional (laughs) motivation is that they want to eat like these siblings want to fuck
1: like there is a chemical thing about attraction (laughs) like
0: yes but i think it wouldn't be there (laughs) if it's with the person you've grown up thinking is your sibling
1: no way if it's a chemical thing that they're just like bound to be attracted to each other just by evolutionary like
0: you probably still shouldn't act on it
1: hormones say like that's the one
0: i don't know i disagree i think it's like it's
1: 2020 courtney get with it it's
0: 2020 you can date your sibling tyler robinson
1: (laughs) step sibling
0: adoptive regardless like okay in clueless It's different because they didn't grow up together. Hmm. They like you know they met each other as adults. They don't have that sibling bond, like okay. This is it's like <laughs> it's like they grew like they have been in each other's lives a, as a sibling dynamic since they were babies.
1: But was it a sibling dynamic? They've both been in love with each other since they've known. Kinda sort of what love. That's what they say at least.
0: I just think it's fucked up.
1: And they run they ran away with each other like twice when they were 12 and when they were 14. Or at least when she was 12 and when she was 14. I don't know, man.
0: They only ran away
1: Oh, she, she ran yeah, away she twice. just he, ran away. She
0: ran away with him once. I just think it's really yeah, right. um I think it's really fucked up.
1: <laughs> they do it in uh I was watching the Umbrella Academy.
0: Yeah. On Netflix. Mhm.
1: And same thing. Well, they're all adopted siblings. None of them are related by blood. Mm-hmm. And uh there's there's two of them that are in love with each other. I don't know, man. I think
0: it's I ugh. I just think if you grew up with someone as your sibling,
1: I get that. Like like if the dynamic or like what you've thought about them always. But then it's like
0: But there's no reason for us to believe that 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 dynamic wasn't there.
1: Right. Right, that's true, that's true. But they seem to know. be
0: like they do things like they seem to be acting like siblings until he writes that letter. That's like I'm in love with Margot, and you're like your sister. And there's, I mean, there's a line that Owen Wilson says to him, which is, "Yeah, it's pretty complicated. She is married, and she's your sister." And I was like, eh, "Like, <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I, <laughs> I hate it." <laughs> I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it.
1: Why is, why is Royal always wearing pink?
0: Oh, I didn't notice that.
1: Always, 100% of the time, except at the very, very end, he is wearing uh, a purple tie, purple striped tie.
0: Interesting. But
1: the rest of the film, he is wearing pink underneath, so it's not always the outmost layer. Uh, he's got that uh, tan trench coat that he likes. Yeah. Um. But unless, well, oh, and when he's working, I was at gonna say hotel, even when he's, he's not working at the hotel. No, but uh, for the rest of the movie, he's always got like either a pink dress shirt on or a pink tie or that pink. Um, his his um, hospital. He's wearing like a nurse's he's outfit wearing, essentially, like hospital even pajamas. though he's. Yeah, uh, but those are pink as well. Yeah, you're even right. though. Uh, Pagoda. We haven't talked about Pagoda at all. His little friend. Yeah, <laughs> who's also always wearing the pink pants, the hot pink slacks.
0: Oh,
1: um, yeah. I think I didn't. I didn't know if there was anything deeper to it, but I was. I for some reason I noticed it.
0: That's very interesting. I feel like there's a lot of yeah. pink in this movie in general.
1: True, true. The mom wears a lot of. The mom wears too, a lot of pink. I feel
0: like Margo wears pink, um, and the the like main room in the house. Is like has like pink yeah. walls.
1: Mm-hmm. Darker pink, but yeah.
0: yeah.
1: For sure. Um Pagoda's a funny character.
0: Yeah. He
1: <laughs> he didn't talk much, but I liked I like that he had a uh uh he stabs he he's a stabby boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he just stabs. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it is funny.
1: <laughs> and then he immediately starts taking care of him.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think um Royal Roy- says life. um royal says no more stabbing
1: yeah (laughs) that was very funny oh i thought it was very i I also thought it was very funny that eli um he wrote this book about a cowboy right Mm -hmm. and then immediately just changed his entire wardrobe he always is dressing like a cowboy his house is decorated with both uh like cowboy and native american paraphernalia yeah the art in the in his house is super weird I didn't get that shit at all. Yeah.
0: I was I was trying to like place meaning it on and it and was like, I don't know, man. Everything is weird. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was very weird. Do they play? Is there a Simon and Gar- Garfunkel song in, in this? I think there is. I think
0: there is too. Okay. One of the things I did write is my favorite um, thing about this movie is the soundtrack. It's great. It's great. The Hey Jude in the background in the beginning it really works. Um,
1: really, really works very yeah, well.
0: Yeah, it's just like a little like piano, like it's good. Yeah. I like I really liked the beginning of this movie, and then they yeah. went on too long, and I was like, "Oh my <laughs> God, stop trying me, <laughs> stop testing me, Wes."
1: Yeah, Wes. Yeah. Jeez, God.
0: <laughs> I said Wes Anderson has a thing for bellboys because there's a lot of them in this movie. I said I wrote down the same thing
1: um, I, or not the same thing, but I was like, "Does Wes Anderson? Does Wes Anderson have a thing for hotels?" <laughs> <laughs> cause, cause there's there's the hotel similarity, but there's also the elevator uh, operator similarity. Yeah,
0: this was like a precursor to Grand yeah, Budapest. Really... A movie I have not seen. Um, God, it's so good. Well, you can make me watch it at some point. Hell yeah! I <laughs> wrote the bunk bed. Um, the bunk beds at the 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 twins. Are are they twins? The two boys. No. One's older. One does. One mm-hmm. is taller um yeah they just dress in the same tracksuit which i do love that's yeah. like a weird theatrical and convention then, um that and i then they're
1: dressed like, in black trend, uh black jumpsuits at the at the funeral. yeah
0: that's funny i did i really liked the i liked the boys they were they were great i also really liked their dog it was they were like adorable a cute little beagle that i really that when when it gets killed at the end i was like god damn it yeah i remember being mad about this the first time and i'm mad now but whatever um but i said that they're like the bunk beds they sleep in at the house look like prison um mm-hmm. bunk beds are like metal it's crazy but it's also yeah. so well, sweet when um
1: the one he on the top bunk he jumps down yeah, and when, sleeps with his dad also
0: when chaz says like oh, you know what i'll just sleep in here cuz he can't leave his kids cuz he's so afraid to lose them and then his yeah. son comes down and sleeps on the um sleeping bag with, with him. him and i was like this is beautiful yeah. there again their story yeah. is is great and what i was gonna say about the dog is like i didn't like that they killed the dog i get it though because at the yeah. end when royal buys them the, the dog the fire department's dog which, by the well, way he
1: saves the kids too he, he saves he, like, the kids push the kids out of the way yes from the car
0: but the moment that he he gives him the dog and he says i'm sorry i failed you here's yeah. a dog for the boys i just bought it and you can see Ben Stiller like he plays it so well like he's about to cry and I was like this is really moving like this is great yeah. um I I really love that storyline and then the part oh I, this is this is the closest <laughs> I I came to crying was when he said he looks at him and he says we've had a or I've had a tough year
1: yeah and yeah. I
0: was like oh, he's fine like because also the amount that his siblings and mom ignore the fact that his wife died <laughs> yeah. Is bananas if i yeah. were him i would be burning shit to the ground for attention <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's just that moment is so sweet and simple and and then royal says we've all had a tough year or he no he says i know you have
1: yeah and just mm-hmm. that
0: confirmation and they hug and i was like oh god, that's great I do like they hug it. i think they do well he
1: pat, he like pats him on the oh, back they like to, because then
0: they walk up to the they give the dog to the kids
1: yeah, because I actually made note that uh, they don't hug. And I was like, I think that was a smart move because I don't think I feel like
0: they're not there yet.
1: Ben. Yeah, they're not there yet. Like Ben Stiller is still very hesitant to even like accept the the Dalmatian, like the new dog from his dad because he's like, is this a con? Is this a are you playing me right now? He's still. I
0: didn't think he was wary. That... I don't know. He not didn't con, come off but... as hesitant to me. I think he came oh, up really? as, like, surprised, like, like yeah, kind of, like, sure. touched. Because mm-hmm. uh, he, he's like, you did? Like, you did buy this for me? And then he, like, yeah. he leans down and pets the dog for a bit. And yeah. It's just, it's very sweet. And that's when
1: he says the year thing.
0: Yeah, I've had a tough year. And I was like, that's so perfect. Like, that is, that yeah. that really, uh, that is, like, a perfect moment in this film.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, how did you feel about the suicide scene?
0: Um, I, uh, I thought it was well-directed. Yeah. Um, because it does, it is, like, shocking.
1: Yeah, yeah, and pretty, pretty bleak. Like, they, like, it's a funny movie, but I feel like they did take this part pretty serious. Right. For that for that moment like even the, they have funny bits in the hospital afterwards
0: immediately I would say even like the like yeah yeah it's it immediately the tone shifts I think it felt it I I remember when I watched it the first time it felt shocking to me mm-hmm. and a little un, um, well because even
1: it. even in the moment he says I'm gonna kill myself tomorrow and then does it right there Right yeah, so it's it's like double shocking because you're you're you weren't expecting it in the first place, and then you weren't expecting you definitely weren't expecting it to happen right then because he said he was gonna do it tomorrow,
0: yeah, and I thought it was shot in a way where it wasn't like ultra graphic, mm-hmm. but still was just showing
1: his hands and then the blood, yeah,
0: but still was really impactful, and then the kid finding him. But I also just thought, like, you know, the is the is the why because he found out Margo had been like cheating With on Eli. It. With Eli, is that what it is? It's Eli.
1: I think it's that. I think, but I think it's it's everything. I mean, it usually is. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's the all the dad stuff that he's they've been going through, on top of all the Margo stuff. I don't know. But I, I liked how they kind of drained all the color out of the Yeah, scene. it's like very dark. Like it was very dark. blue. Yeah, I'm blue. Dark, very blue and very, very dark. Very
0: cool toned.
1: And just the shot of his face, like they have a shot of him. They have the, the camera looking into the mirror at him, but then they also have a shot of him just like straight up. And uh, him like cutting his own beard and hair is, is really... Uh, emotional even though not a lot of like we don't really know what's going on we know he's sad but
0: yeah i think it was really like i said well directed and very well acted and i i really like the scene itself and i think it's a it's it's effective i just i guess because i the whole Margot and and him storyline doesn't make sense to me that scene in the like i said like the macro of it i'm kind of like what but the micro i think is really well done
1: yeah um but honestly the uh the hospital scene after is maybe one of the funniest scenes like they had i wrote i ended up writing down oh i guess i only wrote wrote down two but the thing of ben stiller or like when he's like i wrote a suicide note like can we read it
0: (laughs) it's like
1: can we read it uh and he's he says i wrote it after i came to
0: yeah i wrote so it like, as soon as oh. i became conscious or whatever yeah it, which is smart i think this movie is like labeled as a comedy it, you know after that suit like super dark scene they yeah. it has to be like the funniest scene in the thing otherwise you're like yeah Whoo. you know
1: jeez yeah uh but then but then he says uh ben stiller is like is it dark like the suicide note <laughs> and uh luke wilson says of course it's dark it's a suicide note
0: yeah <laughs> And their mom is just like, stop asking questions.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then Ben Stiller is very funny in this scene because he's uh, mad at Margot, obviously, for cheating uh, with Eli. But he's just, the whole time, he's uh, staring straight ahead, not looking at Margot, who's sitting next to him. Mm -hmm. And he just goes, you've made a cuckold of me.
0: Oh, Bill Murray. What did I say? Ben Stiller.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says, you made a
0: cuckold of me. And then he goes, he says, like,
1: no emotion. It's so funny.
0: That also when he's like, can I have a cigarette? And she's like, what? And she gives him one, and they just both are, like, looking forward as she lights it, and he takes it. And then he says, au revoir, and he leaves. (laughs) And I was like, good for you, man.
1: Yeah, and then uh, the mom is like, I didn't know you were a smoker. How long have you been smoking? She says, 22 years. Yeah, 22 years. And then the mom just goes. I think, well, you should I think he should quit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. <laughs>
1: that was awesome. Well, I think you should quit.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then it's kind of, it's it's Royal's like, Richie's, yeah. you know, suicide attempt, like, sparks him, sparks Royal into action of like making up with all of his family. Um, yeah.
1: He does a, he does a, uh, what's the guy in the Christmas story? Not the Christmas story.
0: Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Scrooge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he has a Scrooge moment where he's just kind of like, I'm good now. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm yeah, cool yeah. now. Um Merry Christmas.
0: There's that dumb bird.
1: Mordecai returns. Yeah. Yeah, more. I wrote I wrote in my notes The Return of Mordecai in like title cap, so it's like I want to make a I want to make that movie, you know.
0: It's I want to see what he went through. It's the movie um wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow in a movie called like Mordecai with Johnny Depp that like bombed. Probably. Yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> it's, it sounds familiar.
0: It sounds familiar. Um. He gets ice cream with uh, uh Margo. Oh. Yeah. Mhm. My doorbell just and rang.
1: <gasps> Are you home alone? Yeah. Am I gonna witness your murder on a Zoom call? I don't want that. I don't. Well, want that. now I'm scared. I also don't Tyler. want you to die, but.
0: But you don't want to. You <laughs> could leave the call. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I might hang up.
0: That's you know, I would hope you'd hang up to like call the police. <laughs> um, but uh, live your life, man.
1: And so let me know if they ring again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about? Mordecai. Uh I didn't get the whole Mordecai thing. I didn't get the bird. I didn't all, either. Really? I was
0: really confused. I don't know if it's like, oh, that he'll return to you, like the da- like Royal did. Like even if yeah. he leaves, he'll come back. I don't know. You can assign meaning to anything.
1: Right? Yeah. But uh, I also didn't like they didn't really explain like why Richie is into this whole bird thing, or they just kind of had him at the beginning yeah, when he just was like, a kid. He they has like a bird. Like. It's
0: like, oh, is this not twee enough for you? Also, this character is a fucking bird with a uh, hat on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's like blinders for a horse, so he doesn't get like overstimulated.
0: I needed that too. I
1: know. Yeah,
0: I was overstimulated.
1: Yeah, I'm very concerned. I'm
0: gonna like look over and see a murderer. It's the person. I know we've had so many tangents, but I had a dream last night. I had a nightmare that I was living. Oh, no. I know that I was living in a house with my two uh, roommates from Chicago, and mm-hmm. there that uh, it the clown Pennywise. What's it? Oh wow. Yeah, is that it? Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, kept coming into my room, and I would and scaring the shit out of me. And I kept telling my roommates like this this murder clown is coming in, and they're like, it's fine. He's just like gonna scare you, and I was <laughs> that like, kill ya. "Yeah." And then I woke up and was like, "I am not rested." <laughs>
1: <laughs> how now? How detailed was this image of Pennywise? Because my dreams are not
0: really. This was like a my really long, vivid. drawn out thing. Because I also remember like the beginning of the dream. I was like running away from him with some other people. I think one of those oh, people was Adam Scott. Um, oh, from Parks and Rec. Cameo. Yeah, cameo in my dream, and <laughs> they were like, "You have to run away," and then I didn't, and then, then then that's why he kept coming to my room and haunting me, and then at one hmm. point I got Froyo. Okay. Yeah.
1: Was it? I mean,
0: I don't think was it good. I don't think I ate it because I think Pennywise came.
1: Oh, he should up. Also, by the me. way,
0: I've never seen. He can't it. have anything nice. I don't like scary movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 it would be a uh, not a great one. For you to see as someone who doesn't like them, because
0: I I never would see it.
1: Visually, it is it is visually terrifying. Yeah, that's I'm story wise, it's like okay, whatever. I actually like those movies, the new ones. Okay, I feel like they actually tell a good story. It's Stephen King, you know what I mean?
0: It's it's not for me. Tell a
1: good. I've heard it's good.
0: I'm never gonna watch it. That's okay. Yeah, I think that's that's fine too. Yeah. I texted my mom and said someone rang the doorbell and I'm downstairs recording a podcast. And she said, "Oh well," <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "Don't worry about it." What if it's a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: or worse, a Jehovah's Witness. Oh God! <laughs> you know uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be knocking on your back door here uh, in a second. I don't remember one- Telling you about the- Can I tell you about the good word of the Lord or whatever they say? Yeah,
0: they're like, hey, why don't you not celebrate birthdays?
1: Yeah, man. Um, How about you- You you want your own planet? That's- Turns out- Mormons, right? Oh, yeah. Shoot.
0: Damn. One time Mormons came to the door when my brother was supposed to be babysitting, and he just went, no, and closed the door. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, effective.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um- there's a great vine. Uh, one of my favorite vines is uh, he's like dressed up as a Mormon, right? Mm-hmm. And he he goes to the door, and, <laughs> and he he rings the doorbell, and they open. And he goes, "Hi, can I tell you about the okay?" And and, and they close <laughs> the door as he's saying that. Like you can hear the door like as it like closes, and he's like, "Okay, fucking okay." Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: I but thought. But anyway. Yeah, I thought the funniest scene. Was Ben Stiller chasing Eli through the house?
1: Oh yeah, and knocking over the priest. Knocking
0: over the priest. I thought I wrote. um, What did I write? I said it's crazy. This movie isn't really funny until the very end. (laughs) I thought that last scene was so funny. Uh, Eli goes and like grabs an hors (laughs) d'oeuvre off the tray, and like he like because he's he's high. Yeah, I mean I think. which, oh, yeah. which we talked about, they throw in there like, oh, he's on drugs, and, and it's a little mm-hmm. confusing, but I thought that scene was so funny, and then he's like beating the shit out of him, and he like pushes him over <laughs> the fence, and everyone <laughs> stares at him, and he just gets up, and <laughs> also jumps over the fence. I was like,
1: "Yeah, what? Well, because they're like, did you just kill that guy?
0: Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but it's at- um,
1: And he's like, uh, let me go check it.
0: <laughs> Danny Glover and Angelica Houston's wedding, because- during his right. during um what's his face scrooge moment mm-hmm. he uh he, yeah. he finally gets a divorce he finally signs divorce yeah. papers but there is also like um a- another moment i thought was pretty funny and uh, again i can't stress enough, how, stress enough how much i i enjoyed the ben stiller storyline where they're getting ready and danny glover's son is there and yeah. it's <laughs> saying that he doesn't know this <laughs> but ben stiller goes you were married before even though he's mentioned that his wife died of yep. uh stomach cancer. Stomach
1: cancer. Yeah. And
0: he goes, Yes, I'm a widower. And Ben Stiller looks at him and goes. Or there's like a pretty long yeah. pause. And he goes, oh. It is a
1: it is a pregnant pause.
0: Goes, I'm a widower too. And it feels like it's the first time he's said that. <laughs> and it's really funny, but it's also just like when you think about the emotional like um, yeah. impact behind that, it's just <laughs> really sweet. And Danny Glover goes, I know you are Chaz. And I was just yeah,
1: like I know you are. Man. He's
0: finally he's <laughs> finally getting like we see in these moments he's finally getting like this validation of his trauma and grief. <laughs> that I was like I was like, Oh, finally, I like I love yeah. this for you.
1: Yeah, he just needed someone like just like just like Ben from the graduate, he just needed someone to talk
0: to. Yeah, exactly.
1: <sighs> Get help, people. If you need it. If you even if you don't think you need it. Yeah. Talk to someone
0: what's the harm
1: stop get help at michael jordan
0: (laughs) meme um oh we were talking before margo and um i keep wanting to say margo robbie but margo and (laughs) uh royal get ice cream together oh yeah and he kind of is like she still
1: being a yeah a little bit yeah and he's like um oh yeah he's just
0: kind of like she says like you don't know me and he's like yes i do like you're my daughter i know you and she goes, what's my middle name? And he says, that's a trick question. You don't have a middle name. And she says, it's Helen. And he goes, that's oh, my mother's name. And she goes, I know. <laughs> and
1: she goes, I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because like, we, talk,
1: we talked about Helen. We saw her picture. Saw her. her very scary portrait. Yeah, we saw her. They went to her grave. We saw,
0: Went to her grave. And they say like only Richie got to hang out with her because he only took her Richie.
1: Yeah. Does that make him the oldest though? I wonder.
0: I know. I think that's I'm just so because, interested um, in the ages though. That's just because Royal liked-
1: the best. Because they
0: say we were never invited. Yeah. Right. Um. That's also where we see uh. There's like a tombstone that says like he died like at sea like in battle blah blah blah, and Royal goes I want my tomb to be like that, and yeah. and at the end, um.
1: It literally says that.
0: <laughs> it says yeah. It says it says that. But I, but but like before that, they they the voiceover comes back and they start to talk about like Chaz and Royal bonded again and he was the only one there when royal like chasm was the only one there when royal died and like they had this really it ended up having this really sweet relationship um yeah. and then uh, chasm was in charge of royal's funeral arrangements and it would have been exactly how he wanted it yeah and and his tombstone says like he died in battle
1: <laughs> saving his family from something about a boat there i was like-, like a
0: pirate ship or something
1: yeah, i don't I don't remember but maybe that has something to do with like
0: he saved his family did...
1: yeah emotionally
0: <laughs> I guess
1: I guess but uh can we also talk about the very uh racist moment that uh uh the uh royal has in the fight against Danny Glover I'm he's being hella racist
0: I might have missed it what does he say
1: dude he like it's when he's like still super uh not okay with the fact that uh danny glover is marrying his uh wife ex-wife yeah wife but sort of ex um and it's like morning so they're in robes royals are, are he's wearing pink robes um and they just have this fight like verbal very loud fight and yeah. the, the she comes in at the end and it's like what's going on and they're like nothing 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 but uh, he says things that are, like, very, like, he he doesn't call him boy or anything like that. Like, any of those kind of, like, known. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but he, like, kind of insinuates, like, I'm not going to let someone like you marry my wife. Yeah. And it's like, wow, okay. Royal is...
0: Not great. No, yeah. I mean, I think we're supposed to think he's a terrible person at this point. Yeah, for sure. But I also think that we're supposed to, like, that's what's so weird is when you see the tombstones, like, it says 2000. Like, it says, like, they died in 2000. So, mm-hmm. so I, essentially, we're supposed to believe this is, it, like, present, like, right. when it was made, because it was, came out in 2001. But right. the way it's shot, the way they talk, some, like, the way they act, it, mm-hmm. it seems like it's in, like, you know, 60s, 70s era.
1: Yeah. I think that's all. So,
0: I don't know if that's also, like...
1: Wes Anderson movies?
0: A play on that, yeah.
1: Because I feel I feel like all his movies are contemporary to the time they were made, I think. I don't think Moonrise Kingdom takes place in like the 80s or anything.
0: No, but it, it feels like it does.
1: It, it really does, yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure.
0: But yeah. That's Royal Tenenbaums.
1: That's Royal Tenenbaums. I didn't hate it this time. That's... That's my that's my take.
0: Um should we do reviews first before we get into
1: our thoughts? Our
0: thoughts. Even though Absolutely. I, you can probably tell. Um So here are the rotten tomato reviews. This is from Modi M. Uh So boring. Comedy in quotes. My grandma's ass and they bleep themselves. <laughs> it didn't even make me smile, let alone laughed. A royal waste of time. Blammo!
1: Um, I like that him. one because
0: it was really funny. <laughs> it was like this, oh, Moody thinks he's so clever. Um, this is Simon or S- Simone T. Simeon. Simeon, guys, I can't read. <laughs> um, Simeon. That is exactly what it is. I'm a dumb person. <laughs>
1: it's it's very small print. Don't don't yeah. worry about
0: it. Okay, this one. Um, just it's long but it felt like it was more um yeah some of it i thought was funny and other parts i was like it maybe has a point more than some of these do <laughs> um i hate wes anderson i hate everything about his movies to a level i don't think i can describe every detail <laughs> in his films is hyper stylized and affected in an utterly unique which i guess is the point um way it probably is mostly. way he um, it, right? Yeah. Which makes his films suck in a manner and to a level only his movies can suck. I especially hate how he takes great actors and reduces them to a collection of quirk-laden caricatures who mug through the movie in a manner which makes Carrie L's pantomime act in The Princess Bride look utterly real by comparison. I don't understand how people like his movies in the least, but there are actually people out there who said this one and others in his catalog changed their lives. How? Did they get a new haircut? Change cigarette brands? <laughs> I would rather watch every Transformer movie back to back than watch another Wes Anderson film. <laughs> his filmmaking is the embodiment of, how, of much that is wrong with hip, upper class white culture. He may be a nice guy. If he is, I like that. It would be wrong to, to have anything against him as a human being. I just like him to try a different profession. <laughs> I think a lot of that's very funny. I think a lot of that is accurate to to a lot of people's feelings.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I get that.
0: <laughs> yeah. If he's a nice guy, that's fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was my favorite part. It's yeah. like I don't hate it as a person. I just want to make that. I clear. just want to
0: make it clear. I'm a I'm a reasonable person, but I'd rather yeah. watch every Transformer movie on a loop.
1: <laughs> Which when was this written? 2014. Okay, so there are like five more.
0: What is that? Michael then. Bay. Oh yeah. Ugh, I'd rather watch. Well, him he doesn't either.
1: even direct him anymore.
0: Well, I'd rather watch Wes Anderson than.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so th- I'm not nuts. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is Jonathan Rosenbaum, the Chicago Reader. So this is a real one. Wes Anderson's... Aunt
1: Anderson? Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Cartman. Uh, Wes
0: well, yeah, Anderson. Okay, um, I'm so sorry to anyone who has lost. list. Um, Wes Anderson's 2001 follow-up to Rushmore is a solid piece of entertainment in the same general mode, though disappointing in so far as it moves the earlier film stylistic freshness into a kind of formula, increasing the overall cuteness while reducing the sense of adolescent despair. Not that the extended dysfunctional New York family of the title are happy campers by any means. Like Salinger's Glass family, they are a disarming mix of prodigal talents, crippling incapacities and diverging ethnicities. The movie's affection for them all is certainly infectious, and the cast is wonderful.
1: Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I. well, now I want to watch Rushmore. I've never seen Rushmore. I
0: want to watch watch Rushmore, too, because everyone has said that's maybe his... His best one. Yeah, yeah. But I also When was think it? Like
1: 96? ninety-six nine? Ninety six, I think. Ninety
0: okay. six. Um I think there is something to be said about about this review, which is that like the style of Wes Anderson is so specific that it does kind mm. of feel like you've seen one and you, you've fun. in a way you've seen um all of them, even though the storylines are so different. Yeah. Um Right. And I do, the way he put it, put it, it makes it into, like, a kind of formula. Mm-hmm. I think resonates with me.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe it's just because, I don't know, it, it's different from the rest of film in a lot of ways. That makes it interesting, even though this one guy is doing it over and over. It's not like a lot of movies that are all by a, By a bunch of different directors that are all doing things very similarly again and again and again and again, that I'm okay with it, because it's at least it's not like, it's not like every movie looks like this. Every Wes Anderson movie looks like this, but I think that's much more acceptable because it's still outside the realm that most like of today's movies sit in. Yeah, because they do have a unique look comparatively to. The rest of you know the market right now but i also get it i mean if it's if that's not if because what 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 i like about wes like wes anderson movies make me feel good <laughs> just because they're they are mostly lighthearted. uh they they look cool and like quaint and cute and the the humor is very like I don't know. It's kind of immature.
0: Yeah, I guess I feel like it, after watching it, and I, and I said that at the beginning. I don't know if it's in this. I feel like um, like exhausted. Yeah, because I think it is so stylized that at a certain point you kind of have to move past uh, the style of it and try to like take something from the story. Which, yeah, the actual. From the story and the performances, which I did enjoy. And there's a lot of it, like, again, on the micro sense that I liked. But macro, it is very um, low energy and mm-hmm. kind of slow paced. And it's it's just told in a way that kind of uh, drains me. And wh- anytime I've watched them, and even Moonrise Kingdom, which I did really like, afterwards, I was just like, I feel tired. <laughs> I feel like that was a lot of work for me to watch. Because <laughs> sure. it's it's just not for me. Yeah. Are we getting into our reviews? We probably should. I think
1: we've I think we've done it, honestly. Well, I mean the 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 Oscars part of it, yes, but I think we've talked about it. Yes, yeah. How many how many Oscars would you give it?
0: I think I'm gonna give it four out of ten. Okay. I think I I, I think as a whole there's a lot to be desired. I think Eli is a really underdeveloped character. Uh, I I think the Marco and <laughs> Richie storyline is absurd. <laughs> the one thing we didn't talk about—he like was painting portraits of her obsessively. Yeah. And if he was an yeah. unattractive man, he'd be portrayed as a serial killer. But because he's attractive, <laughs> we're like, oh, it's cute. No. That,
1: that's everything. Though. Yeah.
0: No, that is everything. But I want to call it out. <laughs> um, and I just think the, um, yeah, I I get why people like it. I definitely get why people like it. It's it's just not for me. And a lot of the style feels like flash. And after a while, it does kind of um like wear on me. So I'm gonna give it four out of mm-hmm. ten. But I I I don't think it's like a bad movie or pe- like it's just not for, it's yeah. not for me. And I tried to watch I mean, it again because I wanted it to be.
1: Yeah. So we like cool people I mean, like f-
0: Wes Anderson. <laughs>
1: Uh, f- I mean, four out of ten is by like today's standards, like audiences. If like if you were the one reviewing it for like Variety, mm-hmm. a four out of ten would be a scathing review. That'd be if people would be like, "Oh my god, this movie's garbage."
0: Yeah, but I think, but I don't think if I was writing a review, I think it would be mostly negative.
1: Yeah, which means it's less than 5 out yeah,
0: of Yeah, I think it would be, I think it probably would be scary. But
1: people, yeah, people just don't get that. Yeah. People don't understand doubt Reviews. Well, are. if they
0: would just read all of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I wish reviewers didn't have to give a number.
0: Well, even the, the Rosenbaum, the Chicago Reader one, it, it could be portrayed, a lot of that was um, a critique, which is what it should be. But he gave it like yeah. 3.5 out of 4. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's the other thing, is there's no science involved.
0: Yeah, it's all just Norm- how you normally. feel.
1: Yeah, which can change, too. Like, I, I was thinking, Um, I think uh, my roommate was talking to me about um, Frozen 2, uh-huh. the sequel. And the, the more I, like, think about that movie, it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. It's a genuinely bad movie, story-wise. It's a bad story. Yeah. But when I reviewed it on my little Instagram thing that I used to do, rest in peace now that uh because quarantine sucks i gave it like an eight out of ten i was uh, in, a, in the review was very positive yeah but so things things can change well and, and i mean i don't know th-
0: and i think that's what i was kind of hoping with this movie because I, I and yeah. i did like it more <laughs> and maybe like yeah i mean your taste shades i also think you can critique anything to death you can find something wrong with everything yeah. and you can make anything seem like a piece of shit if you try hard enough
1: yeah so it's called cinema sins on youtube the worst youtube channel ever.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. They just like overanalyze things.
1: They suck. Like yeah, they overanalyzing is an understatement. They pick out the just things that aren't that don't matter. That don't matter and aren't like sins. They're not they're not something that was wrong or don't make sense. Like it's it's not that they these things don't make sense. It's just like weird things they're just trying to get like a count because they have a little counter at the top of the of the screen so they're like uh in this scene this happens and ding they get another like sin oh okay um they're just trying to rack those points up like whoa avengers endgame got like 300 sins it's like well yeah it's because you picked a bunch of things that aren't like failures of filmmaking and right considered them as such
0: how many oscars would you give it though
1: I would give Royal Tenenbaums maybe like a 6.5. Okay. Because I like it more than I don't like it, so more than 5 out of 10. (laughs) Um, But it's also just not... Maybe I'm comparing it to the Wes Wes Anderson movies that I really do like.
0: Hard not to do, though, with this type of director. Right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But yeah it's just not like if i was uh, if i was doing a ranking of the wes anderson movies this one would not be high so yeah 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 so courtney what movie are we watching next week
0: we're gonna watch roman holiday which is on amazon t- time
1: t- oh nice yeah that's awesome easy peasy uh tell me a little bit about roman holiday
0: um it's it's a it's a story that i think you'll be like oh People have people have redone this a bunch in different movies.
1: Oh, okay. Um, but this was the first one to do it. Yep,
0: kind of thing. And it is our first Audrey Hepburn Ooh, joint. All right, and she's great and she's delightful and she's very. She is great. Yeah, and she's it's a black and white film. Um, cool. It takes place in Rome. Okay. Yeah, and I think I think you're gonna like it. And I've been on, and you know I've been on a rom com kick. So <laughs>
1: so this is a yeah. We're gonna do
0: we're gonna do an OG rom com.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I didn't even know rom coms existed back then.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Back then, I well, it's black and white, but what year do you know? Oh god. Offhand. Uh, nineteen
0: probably. Fifty-three.
1: 53. Well, wow, okay.
0: Our oldest right. movie. Same. Ooh, cool. That's fun. Yes.
1: What What was uh, Audrey Hepburn's like? When was she in the game? Do you know? Offhandedly, um,
0: I, ugh, I know she, she was, um, oh God, I don't want to be wrong. We've already been wrong about so much. <laughs> she was, um, shouldn't tell me like the year she was active on.
1: Yeah, oh, uh, that's probably hard to like figure out. Uh,
0: she, I mean, she was fifties and sixties, like, uh, okay. um, like I think Nun's story is like probably sixty three and, um. Breakfast at Tiffany's was 60 or 61, but um okay. also like early 50s.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nun's Story might be the only Hepburn movie I've seen.
0: Oof. That's a lot. You didn't like it? Um, Again, a lot of movies I watched in film class besides like, you know, All About Eve, I, I feel like I have a little bit of a sore taste in my mouth and it's that thing of overanalyzing, <laughs> being forced sure. to like- like, really write essays and really, like, really tear it apart or, like, not even yeah. in a negative way, just tear it apart to examine it, Um, mm-hmm. kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth. And also, Nun's story was really long. Um, yeah. It it's, is. like, three hours. It might be over no. three hours. We had to watch it in class, and I was just like, this is torture.
1: Yeah. I remember her, she, she like, goes to Africa for a little while. She goes to the Congo. And con- I was like...
0: They keep saying, or the, yeah, the, they always say, "I'm going to the Congo." They keep saying that.
1: <laughs> uh, but when she was she was there, I was like, "Oh, we're we're going there with her." I thought it was going to be like a
0: like that's the end of the like movie. We're going to time jump. <laughs> oh, no, will like or we get like a
1: time jump and like ah, now I'm back from the Congo. I'm a different person.
0: I will say nope. about that it, just just to how pointless ratings are, and, and we <laughs> can edit it after this. <laughs> My but Mitchell, who we talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. uh we used to have to write on the back of um our papers because we used to have to write a paper in class which Mm -hmm. is is ridiculous um and then after like while we were watching the movie uh and then at the on the back you'd have to write your rating like your like grade like a b c whatever and then an explanation as to why And when we watched nun story, everyone gave it such a low rating. (laughs) The next week when we were watching movies, he said, I'm done with the rating system because I disagree with all of you about the nun story. You are wrong. (laughs) And I don't care about your ratings anymore because you guys gave it such shitty ratings.
1: (laughs) That's so funny.
0: (laughs) And then we never had to do it again. And I was like, that's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Nice. Like, don't show us like a two
0: hour, like over two hour movie in class. Right.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. So Courtney, if people want to follow you on the internet, where would they go?
0: Um, I'm at Cordell Hall on everything.
1: Nice. And I'm and I'm t- at Tyler's New Groove on e- well, Twitter and Instagram, but that's all that matters really. Yeah. Be sure to follow us there if you want to keep up with the podcast. We're uh, we're at Film Schooled FM on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, get us wherever you get your your podcast. You're already here. You've you've already done that bit, so I'll I'll never say Tell that again. Tell your
0: friends. Subscribe. Yeah. Share us on Soch.
1: Yeah. Oh, we're um. So I got an email. I don't see this is Amazon being. Oof. I don't like Amazon. They're so sneaky. They got my email somehow, which I mean, it worked out for us, but still, don't like it. They emailed me and we, they were like, "Hey, you're a podcaster. We're starting a podcast network. Do you want to put your podcast on our podcast network?" And I was like, "Yes, but also." Get the, get the fuck out of my email inbox. You know what I mean? Like
0: network or like streaming platform?
1: Platform. So like okay. they're just going to be like another place to get. It's going to be called like Audible Podcasts or something. Okay. They're just sense. getting into that business like everyone.
0: Of course. Yeah, they don't have enough.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I really, uh, I have shit on Amazon. I have shit on Disney.
1: Yeah, your, your hatred for Disney, you can just match that for me <laughs> For, Amazon. for for Amazon and Google. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. We're never gonna get jobs.
1: It's fine. Sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> Google <laughs> just activated, uh, and I.
0: They don't understand why you hate them. Oh my god. I don't like that. At <laughs>
1: <all>. that. <laughs> I never, we gotta, we gotta go. I gotta, I gotta unplug that bullshit. I gotta,
0: I gotta burn some, some tech.
1: I gotta, I gotta cut myself off from the internet. I'll see you later.
0: And cut. And cut. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What the hell? (laughs)